Hello everyone, this is Matt Ferret, author of Prepare for Medicare and Prepare for Social Security, Insider's Guide, Books, and Training Series. Welcome to another episode of The Matt Ferret Show, where I interview insiders and experts to help light a path to a successful retirement. If you enjoy the show, I'd love your support. Please follow, like, and subscribe wherever you are. Leaving honest reviews and five-star ratings really help the show thrive and helps others discover it. Thanks a lot. I'd also like to invite you to sign up for the Matt Ferret newsletter. I send two a month full of news you can use, and you can sign up on any of my three websites, prepareformedicare.com, prepareforsocialsecurity.com, and themattferretshow.com. How much should you spend on a mattress? How long should you keep a mattress? What kinds of pillows and bedding best promote sleep health? Back sleeper? Side sleeper? Stomach sleeper like me? Martin Carlson of Mattress Clarity has reviewed hundreds of mattresses, pillows, and other types of bedding. His articles on sleep science have helped thousands of people understand the importance of healthy sleep. On this episode of The Matt Ferret Show, learn how to properly assess and customize your sleeping setup, how to research buying a mattress, what these new bed-in-a-box mattresses are all about, and a ton of other helpful hints to improving your sleep. Enjoy. Martin, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Matt. It's great to be here. So tell everybody what you do, how long you've been doing it, and how you help people. Yeah, so um, I am the lead reviewer at uh, Mattress Clarity, uh, which means I am the main reviewer of uh, mostly products, specifically mattresses. It's a very uh, interesting job. It's, I tell people I do it like you review mattresses, and it's a real, it's a real thing. Uh, I've been doing it for uh, five years, and uh, how I help people is helping people get the best sleep possible, really. And mostly, what I review and what we do on our site with my other reviewers is. Um, online products. And the issue with online products, they're great. It's super um, easy to obviously purchase from home. During COVID, that was, you know, a huge thing that people were buying everything from home. Um, but you can't try out the product yourself, usually besides a sleep trial, like, hey, this mattress sounds really great, but I can't try it out for myself. And so that's kind of where, where we come in and where I come in is I've tried out over 300 mattresses. Um, and so breaking them down through roundups, like, you know, if you're a side sleeper, here's what you should look for. Here's 10 that'll work for you or um, kind of sleep health content as well on video and also um, on our website to basically help you get good sleep, know what affects your sleep overall. I mean, when I started doing this, I had no, actually, I didn't know a lot about sleep and I didn't know I had sleep apnea. Um, and I wrote one article and I said, that sounds like me. I wouldn't got checked out. So literally my job saved my life. And so I take it, I take it very seriously. So, okay. Well, I have so, I have thousands of questions. We could, <laughs> we could do this for a long time, but let me start with the first one, which is how long do I keep a mattress? Let's start right there. Uh, how do I know if my mattress is shot? The, so the quick answer usually that we is between seven and 10 years. If you're at the 10 year mark, I don't care what the mattress is. It's probably time to trade that in. Um, I mean, I remember my mattress that I slept on in high school. I mean, I think that thing had been in our house for a long time. Sorry, mom and dad, but it was, it was garbage, you know, and, but some signs to look out for because some, you know, cheaper mattresses or some um, even newer mattresses that are on the high end might not last for that long. And so Number one is sagging, right? So if you 
had the canoe effects. If you sleep with a partner and you both end up in the middle of the bed, that's always a bad sign. That means that your, your foams, your coils are starting to weaken, um, kind of lose their supportive qualities. Not a good feeling, obviously, overall. Uh, another thing is honestly smell. Um, if you start to get a strange like smell coming from your bed, this is a little bit gross, but uh, your bed traps allergens. It traps like dead skin cells. And over time, that can start to kind of make you have allergic reactions while you're sleeping. You wake up stuffy in the morning. So red eyes and stuffy, not during allergy season, it might be your bed's fault. And then lastly, it's just like, are you tired? You know, that's usually if you wake up every day exhausted um, and you've been tested for things like sleep apnea, it's not, you know, something like that. It's like your bed or you feel uh, aches and pains. I mean, it helps. This is for people of all ages, but, you know, lower back pain can be exacerbated or caused by an improper mattress, you know, or you're a side sleeper and you're sleeping on a firm mattress and you feel pain in the morning on your shoulders and your hips, like probably time to upgrade to something uh, more fitted to your style or a new mattress just all together. Thank you. So uh, again, I'm going to try to take this little step-by-step, step, at least how my brain works. Um, sure. All right. Let's say it's been seven to 10 years yep. and I want a new mattress and I make the mistake and I say this tongue in cheek, I make the mistake of typing in new mattress in a, in Google or Bing or someplace. And all of a sudden I've got 8,000 web pages I, how the heck do I begin thinking about where to buy a new mattress? What type, where do I even begin on this online world of, do I walk into my local store and forget the internet? What help me? How do I start this? So my quick answer for in store, I try to stay away from them um, as much as possible. Uh, the one upside of them is you can try it out for yourself. Um, one of the big issues though, with a lot of in-store mattresses is, there's a lot more kind of hidden costs. Um, you're not sure what's in the mattress. One of the things I like about online mattress companies and brands is most of them are very transparent about what's in the mattress. So like you go on the site, you know what you're paying for. You know if you're going to get the Nectar versus Nectar Premier, why am I paying more from the Premier versus some salesperson saying, oh, it's just nicer. Like you want to know what the extra money is getting you, right? Um Obviously, I mean, our site, mattressclarity.com, um, is a great kind of place to, I think, begin your search and to end your search as well. Um, I say start with the kind of, um, we call it hiring the funnel, like look at um, mattress roundups, right? So you know, if your main issue is, I'm a side sleeper, go to our side sleepers page, right? Um, that will give you tips in general um, at the bottom of our buyer's guide of what to think about. Again, like I want pressure relief, right? I want something on the softer end. So even if you don't pick something from our list, you still have an idea kind of how to decode what are on the brand's websites, right? If you're a back sleeper, same thing, look at our back sleepers page. Um, or again, go into, go into like the sleep health content. You know, if you want to go deep, <laughs> read everything about what a side sleeper needs and, you know, what kind of pillow you need. Um, but that's kind of where we try to come in is to be everything you need on one site, right? Uh, to figure that out. But I do at the same time, recommend taking your time. You know, I, I don't think there is uh, a quick fix and there's not one mattress that's great for everybody. It's very specific, again, depending on you know, your feel preferences, right? Like you may hate a memory foam feel. And so if you, you're not going to go to our memory foam page, right? You're like, oh, I like something bouncier. Go check out Latex. You like something 
more supportive or you're a larger person like me, I'm, I'm, you know, 270 pounds. Uh, we have actually a page for um, best for heavy people, you know, for people who need more support. Their mattress is based specifically with people like me in mind. So um, as you said, it's overwhelming. I mean, there are so many. When I started five years ago, I could probably count all the major brands on like my toes and fingers. And now it's like 20, 30 times that amount. It's just, it's completely blown up since then. Um, all right. So if I'm online searching and I, and I know, by the way, and I want, I'm going to ask you this, I'll ask you now, uh, what if I don't know what I am? I mean, I start out on my belly, I go to my side, I end up on the other side and then I wake up at some mornings and I'm on my back snoring. Like I, I don't, I don't know where I am. Is that because I'm a combo sleeper or maybe is that because what I suspect is I get a lousy mattress and I really need to pick something. <laughs> you know, it, it could, you know, it could be, it could be both. Right. But I, I think that's, if you have an older mattress, it probably you can deduce that your mattress is not giving you the support and comfort you need. And so you're you're constantly moving around at night. And like you said, if you're waking up at this in different positions every morning, probably not a combo sleeper. Like a lot of times, um for me at least, like I've always kind of stood by the idea that whatever you wake up in is your position, your 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 favorite position, because if you like to sleep on your side, it makes you feel comfortable, but you always wake up on your back. That's where you're naturally kind of going. But if you're, if you're switching around a lot during the night, um, constantly, and it's always a different position, like belly to back to stomach, like stomach is belly, um, or, or to your side, um, it's probably your mattress. Um, and so I would say once you get a mattress that makes you feel comfortable and supportive, It'll probably let you know it's a little bit backwards sometimes, right? You need to try something out. Another option too is to maybe go to a nice hotel. Um, that's one of the tests that we always tell people or just any kind of hotel where you're like, I don't know if my mattress is giving me what I need. Um, if you go to a nice hotel and you sleep great, maybe you read what kind of mattress was that? Like it's a good way to kind of try things out. Or if you need to go to a store, try some stuff out there, but you don't have to buy it there. If you don't want to deal with the pushy salespeople, you'd be like, oh, this is closer to what I like. This says this is medium firm. That's making me feel good. Um, but it is sometimes hard to deduce exactly what your position is. And if you see with a partner, maybe they can tell you, oh, you seem to sleep on your side a lot, you know, uh, when I wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, there's ways to kind of do detective work to figure that out. Okay, thank you. Uh, now back to my my other one, I think was in, I, I got out of my order as soon as I got into it, which is um, how do I know what's the best which of course is objective but i i, I want to say at one point i was on the i was shopping for a new mattress and my mom sent me a bunch of clippings which i'm sure she wasn't supposed to do she xeroxed consumer reports and which is nice. kind of the dare i say old school uh, uh original rater and reviewer of everything under the planet yes. um and so i i you know I took it and I looked and I circled the top three and cross-referenced with the other top three brands. And I picked one and I ordered it and it showed up. Um, is that a way to do it? Or are there so many other resources and frankly, so many other brands out there and personal preferences that you need to like almost comparison shop your comparison shopping sites? Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I have a friend, we were talking about this one time of, of, for instance, even not doing mattresses, let's say I'm looking for best headphones, right? Yeah. Um, I like to pick the top five sites and see where they cross over, right? So if every one of those is saying 
that these headphones are the best, I have a pretty good idea that there's like some consensus, you know, across uh, across the market. Um, but it is also, it's a mix of doing your own research too. One of the things I like about, you know, a site like ours is um, it tries to go past like sometimes the business speak you get on a brand website, right? So everything's going to be, the most cooling mattress, everything's the most comfortable mattress, everything's the most supportive. But like, it's again, with any kind of marketing, that's just not always true. Great mattresses, but they're all trying to, you know, say you said like the best in the world, right? Um, so our individual reviews, I think are good for that, of just being like, all right, does it live up to what the marketing says? Um, at the same time, uh, I've gotten a little too deep in the research myself on, you know, different types of foam and different densities of foam and how durable they are and, or even things sometimes that are not as effective as like as marketing says they are, you know, it's times like, okay, I can ignore that for right now. What really matters is this component versus this. So it's the concept of overchoice. It's, it seems it's, it's out there a whole bunch. I mean, I, again, not to always tie it back to Medicare, but that's kind of my you know, one of my things, but you know, there's so many choices. It's where, how to start, where to start. Do I start with features and benefits? Do I start with um, price? Do I start? I mean, there's just, yeah, so many things. So, so your advice is then go to your top five or pick five sites and kind of cross-reference and see, and, and uh, see if there are any commonalities. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think it's, it's, I have a theory that because there are so many options now, it's a little bit of princess in the pea. You know, that we now have so many options. We believe that there's like the perfect bed for our situation, right? And again, in the past, like when I was growing up, it was like, you just got a bed. Right. Right. You no, know, we didn't have any choices. It was, it was, you know, you roll, you roll down to the uh, neighborhood mattress store and you get, all right, I need a twin. Do you and like you firm kinda, or soft? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Pick one. Absolutely. You just kind of dealt with it, right? And yeah. now it's... On one hand, I love there's options, right? But like you said, it's definitely choice overload where you're like, I don't even know like where to begin. And almost like I know so little to even start my buying journey, you know? Um, and I, I think another, like a, a good like top place, so like, you know, our best mattress page, I think is great for this, where it's like kind of a, all you need to know. Um, again, best mattress is more of a general term, you know? It's right. not, you're not getting down into like, your specific needs, what we have on there, side sleepers, memory foam, latex options. But the bottom, it's like the buyer's guide of everything to think about and what you also just don't need to worry about quite as much. Again, that you don't want, you don't, I don't want to give people too much information. And it's like, you want to think about 965 things you're going to buy a mattress. Like that's not making their process any easier, right? It's making it more difficult. Yep. So um, do you, um you know, we talked about online and reviews and we talked about in-store and, and you, and you said, uh, I wouldn't go in-store, but you also kind of said, uh, well, I don't know if you said it or my brain thought it and put it in your mouth, but what about going online and finding a, a version of the one you think fits for you and then finding a local store and trying it out? Is there a way to do that and try it out? So I'm not buying this site unseen. And if I do that, um, is there wiggle room if the online price is, well, I don't know, a thousand bucks and you roll in and say, Hey, listen, I found this online for a thousand bucks. Will the local corner store, corner mattress store, um, um, 
play with that number? Like, well, what, what's the, is there a dynamic or a way that a consumer or a guy like me uh, can go in there and kind of get a deal? That's a good question. Um, well, first off, I think it is a good way to try. Um, a lot of brands now, like when it, when it kind of started online, it was two separate entities. It was like in store were like certain brands and then online were certain brands. And there was really no like kind of crossover. The Venn diagram was two separate circles, right? And now brands like, you know, Casper, um, Purple, Nectar, I believe Satva is going to be opening stores as well, where it's a good way to kind of go in, like you said, and try them out for yourself. And you can still order from home and get the box delivered, you know, or the, you know, white glove delivery if if they offer it. Um, I have never personally experienced or seen better deals at a store. Um, usually if it's like the brand store itself, you're probably gonna see the same deal, like identical to what, I guess uh, identical what you're gonna see online. In general, I'm talking more, I guess, about like a mattress firm or more of like, you said like a neighborhood shop, a general, a general store. Like yeah. they may offer you, I don't think you're gonna spend less. You may, they may offer you like more accessories from that store. Like, oh, Hey, if you get this, I'll throw in, you know, an extra sheet set or, you know, pillows or a mattress protector. But a lot of brands do that online as well. A lot of times you have like sleep bundles where, you know, buy this mattress, you get everything you need, you know, to go along with it. So this newer phenomenon, I don't really pay attention like you do, but on my brain, it's newer is a, a bed in a box. What yeah. is this? And is that a real mattress? And are they comfortable? Because uh, it doesn't look like anything uh, when it's you know delivered or shows up that I would want to sleep on. Uh, what is this bed in a box thing? Okay, so that was my thought exactly when I started doing this, right? I said, there's no way that this, you know, two foot by two foot box, you know, it's this, this, this tube is going to hold a comfy mattress. And I definitely think there is like a, a now a misconception because of the early mattresses that did that, like Amazon mattresses. It was like, they would come out like pancakes. Like my first bed when I moved here to Austin was a pancake and I just dealt with it. I was like, I don't need money. I'm just going to sleep on it. It was horrible, right? It was like three inches thick. Um, a lot, most online mattress brands today do use bed in a box, um, but they are higher quality. And a lot of times, it used to be you couldn't get an inner spring mattress or a hybrid in a box. You can get those too. Like there. And so they, we open them up. Um, I do recommend like most brands say like, give itself, give it 24 to 48 hours to completely off gas and expand. Um, and that will kind of let that, you get some chemical smells in there from everything kind of trapped. Alzheimer's, you know, foam is going to be more compressed right away. Give it a couple of days. It will fully form. There are times when, the, you know, there are, um, mattresses I open where it just never fully expands. It's rare. I'll contact the brand and say, Hey, this one, you know, <laughs> we got a, we got a lemon and they'll, and they'll, you know, they'll send, they'll send me a new one. And that's obviously what brands will do if you have an issue, but it's honestly like the majority of the best brands online do bed in a box. Um, and there are, again, those, I think like, you know, Satva does not compress um, most Tempur-Pedics except for their cloud mattress, I believe. Um, are not compressed so there are still those if you if you're still a little scared they'll still come completely expanded it'll have a plastic bag around it but it's just like that's just how they ship it and then you get white glove delivery uh delivery people will bring it inside set it up in your bedroom for you um which can take a lot of the worrying away about 
what's this going to look like, like you said, when I take this out of the box? You know, I've seen those and I've seen uh, return policies or, you know, them being advertised, you know, sleep on it for six months and uh, we'll take it back. No questions asked um, or whatever time frame. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know why it seems weird to me that I would sleep on a mattress and then return it. Is that a thing or is that something I should absolutely be looking for when buying a mattress is the ability to figure out whether or not it's working with my body, with my my sleep patterns and being able to return it. I think so for sure. And the majority of brands, especially online brands have some kind of sleep trial and the least you're going to find is a hundred days. So about, you know, over a little over three months up to, like you said, six months and and other brands do a whole year. Um, And as you said, the thinking behind that is you're not going to know right away if this mattress is right for you. Um, Some, especially bed in a box mattresses, they feel a little firm at first um, and they take a little uh, time to, you know, the break-in period, right? Specifically, you know, beds like, um, well, they're not bed in a box, like a Tempur-Pedic mattress, like high quality memory foam, like super high density. And at first you're like, oh, this isn't giving in at all. But over time it does kind of start to respond to your body. Um, but you may be, as you said, six months in to a, you know, year trial and say, I thought I was a back sleeper. Like you said before, I'm not even sure what I am, Right. I thought it was back sleeper. It turns out I'm a side sleeper and I'm waking up with aches and pains, you know, every night. Um, the way a lot of times, if you are going to return it, is they will usually work with some kind of charity to come to your place uh, and, and pick it up. Uh, they're not going to be selling it to another uh, customer through the site, but it's a good way. I mean, they, they want to give back. It's a good way to kind of give those to, you know, Salvation Army or, or um, organizations like that. Um, obviously, if it's in good shape, uh, if it's not, uh, they're just going to probably have to recycle it in some other uh, fashion. But I think, as you said, it's a really good idea to make sure you have some kind of sleep trial and warranty as well. Um, and it's usually going to cover your mattress defects or like premature sagging. They get super specific, like mattresses are going to sag over time. But if it's sagging a lot, like early, that's a good way to kind of protect yourself to say, oh, it's I'm three years into this and it's a canoe. Um, please get me a new model or something else or just a, a full refund. And a lot of brands will do that for you. That's really interesting. It always seemed like, you know, eating three quarters of your dinner, then sending it back to the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> but I guess it's a thing and it, right? It is. It, it should I, I shouldn't think of it like that, should I? No, I don't think so. And I don't think it's being you know, any disingenuous in any way to be like, no, this just isn't, you know, this isn't working for me. And um, a lot of times with warranties, it's like, if you mistreat the mattress, that's why it's, it's, you know, not working well, that would be on you, like with any product, right? But if you're just sleeping on it, and it's not working. Um, most of these brands are going to work with you to um, return that or swap it out for a different model, or again, you know, refund. Let's move to pillows. Um, yes. and, um, uh, I, I, does the same thinking go there in terms of the type you, I mean, here's how I buy pillows. I go to Costco and I walk by and I go, my pillows are pretty gross. These are on sale. I should buy four of them. Uh, I'm going to guess you're going to say that's not the right way to do this. I mean, whatever works, you know, and, and you may, if, you know, if you need, uh, if those are like flatter pillows that aren't great, you put a couple under your head and it's okay. But in general, yeah, you want to like find something specific to your situation. And so pretty similar to what you're dealing with, with mattresses, like for mattresses, you want, you know, firm for stomach sleeping, medium firm for back sleeping, soft for side. 
with pillows um, back similar kind of a medium, a medium loft. Um, but for uh, side sleeping, you want something thick and supportive. And that's because when you're on your side, your head, you want to keep your spine in neutral alignment at all times. That's kind of the name of the game to prevent pain of all types with your joints and with um, all over your body. With a you know tall supportive pillow, it's going to keep your head aligned and held up with the rest of your spine. Uh, stomach sleeping in general is not good. Like it's uh, a lot of chiropractors say um, it's not good for your back. Um, you need a super firm mattress again. But if you do sleep on your stomach, you can almost have no pillow at all. Like if you're going to have a pillow, you want super, super thin. And so maybe it's for a little bit of comfort on your face. Uh, but I, when I've stomach slept, I sleep on a super like big pillow top mattress. I just, I don't have a pillow at all, you know, because you don't want your head kind of um, like kinked off the mattress like that. We just had a chiropractor visit. We were doing some uh, some videos together. Um, gives a lot of great information about that. It's all about, and again, that neutral alignment, making sure you're not, you know, when you're on your back being pushed like that, on your side that, or kind of sinking down to the mattress or on your stomach, you know, kind of being pushed away from the bed. I've been made to feel uh, very guilty for stomach <laughs> sleeping for many years, and I'm not sure I can change it. And here's another example, guys. Uh... <laughs> I'm adding fuel to the fire on that. So. Yeah, no, I know. It's my own hang up. It's fine. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I, that's that's how I sleep. Uh, at least that's how I start off. All right. Well, hey, I'll, I'll ask you. You're a sleep expert. How do I change the way I go to sleep uh, or change the way I sleep if I'm not doing it right? There are ways to like you know train your body um and a lot of times from what i've seen it's with pillows um in different like parts uh of your body so um if you're constantly rolling under your back and you don't want to be on your back you can put a pillow like behind you know behind your lower back when you're on your side um there's ways to uh if you are going to sleep on your stomach you can also like put a pillow under your pelvic area to kind of keep your hips align and to keep your pelvis from sinking too far um, into the mattress. Um, so there, there's pillows, there's, um, those are the kind of main ways I've seen. But in my experience, I'm a, a back, back inside sleeper and I can't change that. I'm just kind of, I kind of roll with it. Like you said, you know, like the only situations to, if you're okay in your stomach, you're, you're probably okay, but they're, you know, with health issues, right? And sometimes doctors will say, you can't sleep on your back, you know, like for me with sleep, I have sleep apnea, right? So back sleeping in general is not good. Um, and if I am going to do it, I need to elevate my head in some way. Side uh, is best for that. Um, but other health issues as well, they may recommend an adjustable base. Um, we've been reviewing those as well and have those at home to maybe raise your head a little bit when you're sleeping, um, which will also help you stay in certain positions. Um, but all types of things you might want to talk to your, obviously, your medical professional about um, when it comes to how your sleeping affects your um, overall health as well. Um, I didn't even ask about those, um, but I, I do want to know those, all these uh, fancy commercials out there, but you can, you know, raise your bed like a, you know, with a, with a, a button. Yeah. Uh, sit up and I don't know if you're eating crackers or watching TV or both, uh, but uh, it's kind of, it's like a lazy boy, but it's your bed. Yes. I would imagine that it, that adds price and complexity. Is is that what you should be doing in bed or should you be sleeping in bed? I think in general, I mean, so mostly your bedroom should be a place for 
for sleep and intimacy, right? It, it should not be for for TV, for work. I mean, I was guilty during COVID, you know, working from home and, and using my laptop in bed, having having lunch in bed. You know, we all we all kind of definitely develop some bad habits, right? Um, in general, you don't want to eat in bed for, you know, bed bug, you know, bed bug issues. Uh, also just like keeping your mattress clean in general. Um, you also want to keep your bedroom like kind of cool, dark and quiet. It's all about, you know, good sleep hygiene, um, to promote the best sleep possible. And so I think using most people, I think who need adjustable bases, it's best for people, I think with health issues, um, or who with other types of, of pain issues. Um, or like you said, it is sometimes fun to, if you are like a studio apartment, <laughs> you don't have like a couch area, like, or, Hey, I want to like, you know, I do want to watch TV. I have a TV in my bedroom too. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I don't always practice what I preach. So it's like, okay, cool. I can sit up and, you know, watch smoking the bandit and then, and then lie back down. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Uh, good choice, Smokey and the Bandit. Um, and, uh, I, I know this is going to seem random maybe as a question because I'm going to get into betting next because that's kind of the third piece of this is uh, is betting. But uh, what about what about the whole cool, cool yourself off? Your partner turns the heater on, you know, dual comfort zones. Feels like you're in a luxury automobile uh, trying to fight with who's going to be cold and who's going to be hot. Is that stuff important? Not important? Worth the price? Not worth the price? Um, I'm talking more about like, you know, beds, like the eight sleep and like sleep number and like those kind of things with yeah. the actual cooling. Yeah. Um, I think it, it depends. I've, I've tried the eight sleep. Um, and it's, I mean, it's high tech. Like that thing is, it is cold. Like it really, really does. It, it runs water throughout the cover. Um, there's a giant thing called, I think it's called the hub, um, on the side. It's something out of like 2001. It's very Stanley Kubrick and it pumps, uh, either cool or warm water into your bed. Like you said, it's two sides. Um, I think it's worth it if like, that could be again, a health thing or you are an extreme hot sleeper. Um, I'm a hot sleeper, but not that bad. And we'll get we'll get to bedding, um, more kind of normal types of bedding and ways to stay cool at night. There's also something called the bed jet, um, and the bed jet uh, puts air, basically shoots air underneath your covers um, at different temperatures to kind of keep you cool. Um, but a lot of times, like the right sheets, the right comforter, and like the AC is going to do you just fine, um, and the right mattress as well. Gotcha. Thank you. So betting, uh, I guess that's the third part of this uh, uh, piece, right? Betting, um, Egyptian cotton, cotton, thread count. I mean, again, th the number of options you have and what you hear and see out there, it's just dizzying. Help us and help me. <laughs> I don't go... I don't go too crazy for... I don't want to spend a lot on betting, honestly. I, I like, personally you know, anything over like 200 bucks for like a set of sheets. I'm like, no, you know, um, I think it's worth it when you think of durability, like long staple cotton um, or Egyptian cotton will last longer. Um, you're gonna have, you know, fewer issues sometimes with types with pilling. So the more, the more you wash it, you don't want it to kind of start to fray. Uh, I think I don't go too deep again on thread count. I think I, I'm I'm not as to be honest, not as much of a bedding guy's mattress, but in my in my experience, I try to stay stay away from things that are too much on the expensive. And we we reviewed like five hundred dollar sheets. 
and it's nice i guess but it's like when i it's like nice scotch i'm like i don't think i'm sophisticated enough to feel the difference <laughs> you know if that's your thing it's like cool but not maybe not for me i never did that with wine either i could never tell i had to fake it and they're like uh how does that taste and i go well that tastes good well is that the expensive <laughs> one or the cheap one i have no clue is you get the green apple in there that kind yeah, of so the, hints, I, I the tannins and the hints of oak oh yes i got all of those <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. All right, so back to cool stuff around mattresses. So we've got mattresses, we've got pillows, we've got we've got bedding, and then you said something called the bed jet, didn't you? Did you say the bed jet? What is the that? bed jet? That's that's again, it's going to shoot like air underneath your sheets, underneath your comforter. Um, I think it's a little extreme um, when it comes to bedding. I mean, one thing I do know about is keeping it nice and breathable if you're a hot sleeper. Um, so there are a couple of different major weaves of like uh, cotton sheets and duvets. Um, you'll have sateen or, or percale. And in general, percale is going to be more breathable than sateen. It has more of that kind of laundered shirt feel. Sateen will be a little bit thicker, a little bit softer and silkier. Um, if you're a hot sleeper, usually something with percale that's going to have some nice breathability to it. Pairing that with um, a more breathable comforter in general, a, down comforters being better than a down alternative it's going to cost you more but there is more natural kind of airflow with that versus that more kind of polyester design um and you can also there are like cooling pads that you can add to your bed uh something called a chili pad um i believe eight sleep does have something it's like a separate thing you can put on your bed um and a lot of times it's if they're you have breathable sheets breathable comforter uh, there are cooling pillows that are kind of like cool to the touch uh, you can feel it like even through the pillowcase. You combine that with a uh, a nice, you know, AC unit and you're going to be okay. Uh, to your original question too about, I mean, sleeping with a partner is always a major issue for couples of like with people, different preferences, right? It comes up a lot and you hear about things like sleep divorce, right? Where a lot of couples are sleeping separately um, in their house where they have two bedrooms because their preferences are so different or snoring is an issue or moving around at night is an issue. And sometimes it may be you each have different different sheets, right? So you could have, especially if you're like a split king mattress, you each can have your own sheets on your side. You can have different covers. So you're also not fighting over the same covers during the night. Another issue for a lot of couples. Um in addition, thinking about something called uh, motion transfer, motion isolation, that's that feeling when you're, you know, on your side of the bed, your partner gets up to go to the bathroom, you feel the whole bed shake. Um, some beds are better, better at kind of cutting down on that. Some are not as good. And so something with like thick memory foam on top is usually very good at kind of absorbing that motion. But some inner spring mattresses are also good at cutting down on that motion transfer. Basically anything to you know, keep you from fighting over, you know, sleep and waking each other up at night, making sure it's a nice, comfortable spot, you know, for both of you. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, that's good stuff. Thank you. Um, are there, have you noticed in your research and all of your uh, interactions with the mattresses and the bedding and everything else, um, are there different ages where you have to pay attention to uh, certain things and you might not have in prior years? And so if you think about aging, um, I mean, I've got more aches and pains now than I did when I was in my 20s, for sure. And I, I'm going to assume when I'm in my 70s, I'll have more as well. Are there um, are there guides out there or uh, advice? Is there advice out there around people and how their 
body's age and what type of support and mattress they need or or is this type of advice universal or, or is there a difference when, when it comes to age that's a really good question um i think it's more specific again to the issues they may be, be dealing with so um like for instance my mom has um arthritis you know and so for her, pain relief is, is a big thing. Um, as you said, back pain. Um, so getting a bed with some sort of um, enhanced lumbar support uh, can help there too. Um, general um, people I know in my life with fibromyalgia, kind of more you know chronic pain, uh, pressure relief can can help with that. It's obviously not going to fix everything, um, but also a big thing in general for people as they age especially when you're getting um, into later ages where you're having trouble with mobility um, is, is response of your mattress. And that's one of the main drawbacks of, of memory foam. Um, so on one hand, it's great with pain and pressure relief, but something with like thick memory foam right on top may make you feel stuck in the mattress. And so a lot of times people complain, I don't like to feel like I can't move around or um, you know, if, you know, incontinence is an issue, like I have to go to the bathroom many times a night and I have trouble getting out of bed, like that's going to be an issue. Um, or edge support as well, which is, you know, again, how supportive the edge of your mattress is. You want something that's going to actually give you support to sit there if you need to lean over and tie your shoes or to get out of bed. The whole thing collapses under your weight. It's not going to be very safe, specifically if, if mobility um, is an issue. Oh, I didn't think about all those things. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I've I don't have a memory foam mattress, but I have slept in them before. And you're right. It's 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 I mean, it's harder to they're harder to get out of. Uh because when you when yes. you, you know plant a hand and try to swing a leg over, your hand drops six inches. Um it is it is different like that. Yeah, that those are uh, interesting pieces there. So um hmm. And uh, in terms of pillows, I guess same similar advice. Um, if you are dealing with some stuff, uh, uh, either at any age, really, in terms of of health or uh, health challenges. Yeah, I mean, uh, different ages, but obviously, pregnancy. There's pregnancy pillows, um, which are are built specifically to give you support where you need it um, during those months. Um, getting older, when you get into um, any kind of neck issues as well, there are pillows built sometimes specifically for that, just for the right amount of neck support. Things get pretty high tech in the, the pillow sphere uh, for that. And there are, and and medical pillows too. You know, if you're dealing with with severe medical issues, um, it may be something that prescribed or a doctor's going to help you find the right thing for your specific problem. Or, you know, when it gets into, I have like this slipped disc, you know, or I have this herniated disc, like, that's what you're going to really want to speak with your doctor about exactly what you need um, to make sure that you're getting support and the comfort you need and not being a, a danger to your health as well. I may, I should have probably asked this earlier, but it's also not, not a fair question. So maybe it's good that I, that I keep it for the end. How much <laughs> money should I spend on a mattress? Is there a min max? I mean, I have friends that have said, I spent $10,000 in a mattress and I've said, I've bought a used Honda for $10,000. Um, is, is there like a crazy amount? Is there a, look, you got to have this bait that you can't buy a car for 500 bucks and expect it to run more than 38 seconds. Is there this kind of range or is it really all over the map due to the so many choices and all the higher and the different levels of quality? That is a great question. And I would say 
generally the minimum for me would be about $800. Uh, there are some brands that I have tried um, that a queen size, and I'm, I'm talking about, you know, queen size, usually what I use to kind of compare um, $800. I think you could still get a good quality. You get below that. And like you said, you're gonna be kind of dealing with uh, durability issues. This might not last as long, not the best investment. Anything in my experience over like 3000, I have not seen an insane jump in quality. Um, and I, I know there's that $10,000, like Swedish mattress, um, that has like real horse hair in it. It's handmade. <laughs> and like, I'd love to try it, you know, just for like information's sake or just curiosity's sake. But like any kind of item, when you get into the luxury end, it's more about like, look what we have in the bed versus this is actually going to give you a better sleep. You know, um, like there are leather couches that are going to be less comfortable than, you know, just some basic polyfoam couch. You know, it's like, it's all about what you want. And if you have the money to spend, um, but yeah, I've, I think 10,000 is, is crazy. I do have a story though. I, when I first started reviewing mattresses, um, my, my best friends here asked me to house sit for them and they're like, Hey, like stay at our house for a week. We're going to be out of the country. Um, you can sleep here. I'm like, cool. Made a super expensive bed. I think they spent like seven, eight grand on it. And they're really proud of it. And they're like, so they come back like, what do you think? And I'm like, it's all right. <laughs> and I, I, they come on they so, wanted that feedback badly they were the so mad guy they were so mad and i was like no it's, it was good but it wasn't worth eight thousand dollars you know and it was hilarious and i still make fun of them for it. i'm like oh how's your bed is it, is it still great and again it was a nice one but i was like like i think he spent he spent a little bit too much on that you know because again i've tried some that are you know, they've got sweet spot is like 15, 1600, like those like hybrids that are right around there. Like, I, I love that. Like, I love those kind of mattresses. Um, and that's usually kind of where I hang out. But again, if you get over like three, four grand, I think you're into like scary territory of, of what you're getting. So no, that's, that's really good to know. Um, because, uh, you know, it's somebody who can't sleep or is having a hard time or needs a new mattress and, and uh, says, you know, by gosh, I, I want to get eight hours. The more I spend, the more sleep I'll get. You're saying that's, that's not, no, that's not exactly true. Yeah. Not always the case, you know, and there are some, some very nice luxury ones that I'm sure will still give you a great sleep, but like, you're still, you know, you could have saved three, four grand and spent that on, like you said, like, a, you know, a, a down payment on a house or a car or something else that you need to to get. Yeah, my interpretation of what you said is kind of the law of diminishing returns. After $3,000, sure, you can get a higher quality, but dollar for dollar, it doesn't add, you know, the the, the $1 more above $3,000 is not $1 worth more worth of comfort and or functionality. It's less and less and less as you get more expensive. Your sweet spot's 800 to three grand. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome advice. Thank you. And very practical. Um, yeah, of course. Tell me what questions about sleep, sleep science, mattresses, anything else that uh, I should have covered that I didn't or questions I should have asked that I did not. Trying to think. I think that's all. I mean, you hit it all. That was a really well, I think we got a, we got a lot of stuff covered. Did we today. hit it all? So, yeah, yeah. Maybe not all, but it's my brain is a little bit, you know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, but this was, this was awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did a 
at least a uh, a decent interview to 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 stump to stump the mattress expert, dude. That's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, I guess that's it. Give me some last, you know, give me some last advice. Give me some some final thoughts around people who are having difficulty sleeping, which seems like everybody I talk to these days, and uh, aches and pains, and and the uh, craziness of online shopping or in store shopping. Um, yeah, take us home. Give it. Give us a a, a final uh, flurry, if you will. Yeah, uh, I would say don't be overwhelmed. Um, while it is, it can feel overwhelming for all the options out there. Um, if you find sites like ours, Mattress Clarity, I think they can be helpful to help you narrow down your decision. I also think don't push through the pain. Um, I think that if you feel pain in your body, listen to it. And if it is because of your mattress, it's time. Um, it's time to upgrade and. There's also, it can seem like a lot of money at first, but con considering how much you're going to use your mattress and your bedding, like it's a worthwhile investment. You know, if you're going to get seven to 10 years out of this thing, do the math. I mean, you're really not spending, you know, that much money. And um, just to help financially, there are payment plans with a lot of these brands. So if you are worried about that big chunk of change, um, you can pay out over monthly installments, you know, for years to come. Martin, thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Martin, thanks a lot. If you like this episode, please follow, like, subscribe, and rate the show. Make sure to hit the Matt Ferret Show website for links and show notes. Until next time, to your wealth, wisdom, and wellness, I'm Matt Ferret, and thanks for tuning in. The Matt Ferret Show, related content, publications, and MF Media LLC is in no way associated, endorsed, or authorized by any governmental agency, including the Social Security Administration, the Department of Health and Human Services, or the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. The Matt Ferret Show is in no way associated with, authorized, approved, endorsed, nor in any way affiliated with any company, trademark names, or other marks mentioned or referenced in or on The Matt Ferret Show. Any such mention is for purpose of reference only. Any advice, generalized statistics, or opinions expressed are strictly those of the host and guests of The Matt Ferret Show. Although every effort has been made to ensure the contents of The Matt Ferret Show and related content are correct and complete, laws and regulations change quickly and often. The ideas and opinions expressed on The Matt Ferret Show aren't meant to replace the sage advice of healthcare, insurance, financial planning, accounting, or legal professionals. You are responsible for your financial decisions. It is your sole responsibility to independently evaluate the accuracy, correctness, or completeness of the content, services, and products of, and associated with, The Mad Ferret Show, MF Media LLC, and any related content or publications. The thoughts and opinions expressed on The Mad Ferret Show are those of the host and The Mad Ferret Show guests only, and are not the thoughts and opinions of any current or former employer of the host or guests of The Mad Ferret Show, nor is The Matt Ferret Show made by, on behalf of, or endorsed or approved by any current or former employer of the host or guests of The Matt Ferret Show. 